Hey everybody, welcome to the Retire with Freedom podcast. I'm Tad Hill alongside my beautiful and talented wife, Tony. This is the show all about achieving financial freedom so you can retire with confidence and accomplish your retirement dreams. Let's get started. So most... The catastrophes, that's a hard word now. (laughs) Well, I tried to say iterative the other day, and it took me like 10 times to be able to get it out. You couldn't iteratively say iterative. I couldn't say iterative. iterative. Now it's it's like... Go on. Lost all meaning. (laughs) I I used to be able to say that. Iterative. There. There you go. But but most of it is because there's been some poor assumptions made. Either, you know, they've looked at things and they've they've been looking for confirmation instead of information. Mm-hmm. They have an idea and they're looking and Googling things that support their idea, rather, whether the idea is a good one or not for them personally. Or there's just overall no planning at all or just some bad planning, some planning that's been done by somebody that's not, you know, a specialist in retirement planning. Well, another thing that I see a lot is people that have done all of their own investing over the years. Mm-hmm. And have done a really good job of growing the money. Right. But they do not have a strategy for how to turn that yeah, money know. into a retirement plan yeah. that is going to generate the income that they need right. with a very high degree of certainty yeah. so that they can sleep at night when the market's crashing and those sorts of things. And so let's just talk about well, some of that. One because of, One of the biggest catastrophes I see is people that are, you know, later in life or, you know, just right of, you know, maybe two, five years after they retire and they come in and they're struggling to pay their bills because there's been no income planning. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't really understand. They didn't they didn't put enough inflation in there. They didn't understand, like, how to look at the math and what do we do, not just what's See, happening I, I now. I think that probably happens a little later than yeah. the first two to five years. Yeah. Sometimes. Don't you think? Well, it depends on... If they're overspending or spending, what the spending is well, before they retire. But they don't realize it, it that later. quickly. Right, yeah. Unless they're literally, right when they retire, they're going through a big market correction. Yeah, which can happen. Yeah, yeah. which for some people has right happened now. a few times in the last few years. Right. Well, the thing about it is, too, like you said, they don't realize it, but when somebody comes in and they maybe they've, they're already retired, okay? Or, or they're on the path to do it and don't see it. That's what, that, that's what I was kind of saying. Like, maybe they're just two years into retirement, maybe three or four or five years into retirement, and then when we start looking and analyzing at things, we're like, Oh, we, we need to make some adjustments here so that we can rescue this catastrophe. That is, that is, you don't see it yet, but a lot of show, and we'll show it to you. We won't be guessing. You won't be confused at all. Most people say, holy cow, I didn't know I was spending that much money. Or, oh my gosh, you know, that's why this is happening. Or that's why, you know, that makes sense. Right. But, but, you know, it's, it's about seeing it and about, you know, having them actually be a part of this process. It's not just us telling people what to do. It's us going, all right, we need you to do these things, bring this information to us, and we'll do the math for you. We're going to look at all this together. And it becomes a very eye-opening situation. So what other catastrophes do we want to talk about? One of them, like like people that there's market corrections. Let's talk about that some. We see that over and over again. People are experiencing some things within whatever their company plans or somebody else doing it. And they don't have as much as they did. And so that's really bothering them. And and the thing that I think is the biggest catastrophe and mistake when that's happening, because that is going to happen to over and over and over again in people's retirements, is that makes them pause. It's like they freeze in place. I'll come see y'all when the market comes back. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I love this. But when my, when my balance goes back up to what it was, you know, last year, I'll do this. So 
the thing about doing that is if we can find a way to get you on track with what's going on now and let's go that way instead of just doing the thing that got you in the trouble you're in now just continue to do that that just to me that's not logical i mean people just think that i just need to stay invested just like this and do what i'm doing now and hopefully just fingers so, crossed I end so up i'm i met with a, i'm sorry to interrupt yeah, you no, but go ahead. I, I met with a couple recently where she really wanted to implement a retirement plan but for some reason she thought by implementing a retirement plan that meant when the market went up they would not have any growth opportunity hmm. and so i had to go back through and say okay well here are the things we're going to do to protect you and generate the income that you need and then here are the things that we're going to do that are designed to give you that growth opportunity that you're looking for and i'm i'm not sure why that happens but a lot of times people think well if I do something to protect myself and my family, then I no longer have any opportunity. Our entire process is designed to explain to you how to balance those things mm -hmm. because we need protection. We need to generate income so that you can pay your bills and support your lifestyle and that you don't have to worry about not being able to pay your bills at, at one of these days. That's what it's designed to do. Again, we can't promise anything, right? right? We right. don't control the universe. Right. But but what we can do is plan for those things and use the right tool for the job. Tad Hill here. I wanted to take a quick break from the podcast to address a common question I get. The question is, how do I get started? And it's a great question, and the answer is different for everybody. Some people are best to come in for a one-on-one -on -one meeting out of the gate, but others want a little more information first. That's okay. If that sounds more like you, then listen closely because we have awesome events and retirement planning courses throughout our local area specifically designed to help you learn how to address your top financial concerns with a group of your peers. At these events, you'll learn what the structure of a good retirement plan looks like, how to address each area of retirement planning, what questions you should ask an advisor, and what strategies to employ, plus a lot more. So if you're concerned about running out of money, you're wondering what's the best social security strategy for you and your family or what kind of lifestyle you can actually sustain in retirement these events may be perfect for you space is often limited so be sure to rsvp for one soon you can check out the upcoming courses in the area by clicking the link in this episode's description or by going to askfreedomfinancial.com that's askfreedomfinancial.com and great news for people that don't live in birmingham alabama we have recently videoed one of our courses and so if you would like to get the online version all you've got to do is call or text 205-988-0006 or go to askfreedomfinancial.com and request a login i hope to see you at our next gathering so what i think is really a horrible thing that happens too often and it's fixable uh, in, in many ways that people don't even know about is when somebody thinks they're either going to leave a legacy behind of their kids mm -hmm. or they think, you know, something or they're going to inherit money from somebody and it doesn't happen because there's no there, long term, uh, some long term care situation, a health care uh, illness has gobbled up Nursing all that home, money, yeah. all those different things. And it takes up a lot of the money, and, and now there's no money le left Or behind. all the money. Yeah. And, and, and if it's one person and a couple that it takes up all that money, then you're leaving your spouse behind with no money. So that alone is one of those things that can be fixed. And we talk about this in our course. I know we said this a bunch, and I'm going to hurry. But um, 
We do talk about other ways other than just having long-term care insurance to solve that problem. Mm -hmm. But I just... Here's been our experience. If you've had a family member that's been in a nursing home or had to have assisted living or any of those sorts of things or home care, this is definitely on your mind. mind. If you've never seen that, then it's not on your mind. Right. So, so it's, I mean, that's just, that's not a hundred percent, but that's the way it goes. And the people that have experienced it in their family, they understand how big of a deal this is. They're serious about it. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. So so let's move on to, let's get to this something personal part. This is, this is. Actually, my favorite part of the show, okay. just because it gives us a chance to cut up and, I mean, <laughs> not that we don't cut up anyway, but all right, so let's do the something personal. What's what's the first question? Um, do you or your family have any nicknames for, yeah. e- for each other? Yes. All right. Well. well you go first, then. All right. So. You can talk I, the longest so over. My, well, your nickname and, is Tad. Well, right. Tad is a nickname. <laughs> I mean, by definition, but, you're but, a walking but, nickname. Yeah, because my name is Thomas Woods Hill. But but Tad was a was a name that was given to me at birth. It's not like something I picked up when I was uh, two years old a or tadpole. something. <laughs> but my father uh, grew up in Sullivan, Alabama, on a farm. My mother grew up in Hackleburg. So uh, every time we I talk about Sullivan or Hackleburg, we end up having somebody come in and talk about their family who grew yeah. up there in North Alabama. Yeah. So my father was a country boy. Yep. He was out plowing the fields when he was 18 when he got his draft notice for World War II. Mm. And he was still a senior in high school because his mother was the school teacher. They went to school in a one-room schoolhouse, and she put him back in first grade. <laughs> Can you believe that? That's hard. Your mom told you you couldn't graduate from first grade. <laughs> so my father, actually, he was a junior in high school. Yeah, he was. He, had, he, he was a junior in high school, out plowing the fields when he somebody, I, I guess, one of his younger brothers ran out with the mail, and it was his draft notice for World War II. So my dad was a country boy, but he had uh, nicknames for all three of us. I'm the youngest. I have a middle sister, Benja. Uh, and that is not a nickname. That is her name. Her her name is Benja Ann Hill. Benja was named after my mother's oldest sister, and Ann is my mother's name. And my brother had a nickname. Oh, I only call him All his right. nickname. So his name is Curtis Lee Hill the third, named after my father, and his nickname was Skipper. Yeah. But the, none of those are the actual nicknames I want to talk about. What? So Tad and Skipper and Benja are just weird names. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Are yeah. you, I can't believe you've never heard this. You, when I say this, you're going to have to have heard it. I think I know one of them. All right. So my brother's nickname, because my dad gave us all nicknames when we were real little. My brother's nickname was Pillpot. <laughs> I thought that was Benja's nickname. No. Hers, Benja's nickname was Squirt Blossom. Okay. I've heard that one before. You have? Yep. Squirt Blossom. Do you remember what mine was? <laughs> Something terrible. I don't know. Why can I not remember it? Yeah, this is weird. <laughs> Scutterwampus. <laughs> well, how do you even spell that? S C C U D E R W H O M P U S. Is that scutter? I have no idea. <laughs> I've never tried to spell that in my entire life. You just asked me, so I made it up. That's like Snuffleupagus or something. <laughs> <laughs> so so it wasn't Perfect. enough it wasn't enough that we had weird names to begin with skipper benja and tad we also had pill pot squirt blossom and scutterwampus <laughs> that is too much that's way too much all right come on so, so what were some of y'all's uh, y'all had to have some nicknames well 
So I think when I was just a little, mine started with, you know, when you're born, I think, and you're a baby and they... I do not know in the hospital, about they swaddle what it's like you, when you're born. When they swaddle you and, you know, you look like this little football or something. Yeah, I do well, know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, you know how babies, you just see the head, it's like a little glowworm doll or something. <laughs> so um, apparently... I don't know if it was my mom or my dad. Someone thought I looked like a Tootsie Roll, and that stuck for a long time. They called me Tootsie Roll for... Tootsie Roll was your nickname? It was, and I never really grow, grew very much or very tall, so right. it kind of fit for Stayed. Like, far too long. <laughs> okay, but, now, but then when I got older... I have never heard that. Tootsie Roll? We've been married for... Well, I, I forgot We've been together stuff. for almost 40 years. Yeah. I've never heard that. Well, you know this one, though. But then, then when I got... You know, when you got in school... And people would always like, you know, the nicknames were, that they would give you were usually making fun of you or something. Right. Okay, they well, weren't ones you wanted. Well, this one wasn't bad, but, uh, well, here's what I got. I either got Tony the Tiger because that was the right. thing then. Yes. You're great. <laughs> Tony the Tiger. Wait, wait, say that again. You're great. <laughs> <laughs> They're great. <laughs> you know, Tony the Tiger. Frosted Flakes. Yes, yeah, I'm Frosted very Flakes. familiar. That, um, those were our, that was our cereal of choice yeah. growing up. <laughs> So Tony the Tiger, but I also got Tony Baloney. Ah, that was when okay. people were like yelling at something. All right, so I I just I just remembered. So my sophomore year of high school, I I, I know you know that I can't see very well. I wear contacts now, but oh. when I was a, when I was younger, I wore glasses. I didn't get Definitely. contacts until if you didn't know what I was later in my high what school. What color years. my shirt was? You didn't know it was me. So uh, in in science class in. Uh, Mr. Harris, Harris or Moore, I can't remember his name anyway. Science class, Alan Franks, who uh, was played, we played football together, said that I looked like I had these big, thick glasses, said that I looked like Ernie on My Three Sons. Oh, God, that's not so, a compliment. So, that, so listen, so wow. I got called Ernie, Ernie Ooh. my entire high school oh. years. And, okay, and it, I'll take Tony Baloney. So it was it was Ernie or it was Ernest or any variation of Ernie. I got even after you I quit. You couldn't be Chip or somebody <laughs> cooler on my three sons. Oh, there there wasn't really anybody cool on my three no. sons. No, so <laughs> uh, so I got all of my teammates. Everybody teased me mercilessly yeah. about looking like Ernie. Although yeah. even I, I quit wearing the glasses after You're my sophomore. I think it may have been the reason. I may have gone home that day and been like, "Hey, I got Mom, y'all got to get me some contacts." No, no, Mama broke my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> they have these new things Wait, you're called You're going to shoot contact. your eye out, kid. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. that, that actually was kind of like I actually kind of looked like, like him, yeah, except, I guess. But he wasn't a thing then. It was Ernie back then on My Three Sons. Right. Yeah. Ooh, that's, <laughs> that's cruel. Insurance services provided through Freedom Financial Group. Any and all other services related to insurance are an outside-of-business activity and are not offered through or supervised by AE Wealth Management, LLC. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business Freedom Financial Group. Freedom Financial Group is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Freedom Financial Group are not subject to investment advisor requirements. AEWM and Freedom Financial 
Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Freedom Financial Group is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this podcast shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Freedom Financial Group.